0: Hello, you're listening to the Praxis 42 Health and Safety Made Simple podcast with me, Tracy Seward. Each episode, we take a different health and safety topic, break it down, cut out the jargon and put it into plain English with the aim of making it easier to understand and easy to implement. Today, we're going to be talking about dynamic risk assessments. And what is a dynamic risk assessment? Dynamic risk assessments or DRAs, are the hidden heroes of health and safety. Risk assessments are a legal requirement for every business, but standard risk assessments may not be the most suitable fit depending on the nature of the work being performed. This is when a dynamic risk assessment should be performed. Performing dynamic risk assessments is a core skill that every employee should have. They promote quick thinking, analytical abilities, and self-regulation and can be the only thing between your employees and severe harm. So what is a dynamic risk assessment? A dynamic risk assessment, or DRA, is the ongoing process of observing, monitoring and mitigating current and potential risks and hazards while a task is being performed, often in an unfamiliar or changing environment. DRAs allow employees to be acutely aware of their surroundings and aid them in quickly and safely identifying any potential risks or hazards and removing them. DRAs are not a replacement for a standard risk assessment. They should complement formal risk assessments and be carried out where there could be unpredictable risks and hazards that may require quick assessment and removal. Dynamic risk assessments versus standard risk assessments. The key difference between a dynamic risk assessment and a standard risk assessment is the timing. Standard risk assessments are often planned ahead of time and occur at frequent intervals, for example, quarterly to monitor and manage risk levels regularly. However, dynamic risk assessments occur in real time because DRAs are used to assess and manage unpredictable risks and hazards in a volatile environment. Any questions and procedures may not have been able to be pre-planned. DRAs also have a degree of flexibility compared to standard risk assessments. So when to use a dynamic risk assessment? CRAs were first introduced to fire services where a high-risk situation such as a house fire can change rapidly. However, they can be applied to any situation in any industry that could evolve. Potential risks and hazards that can't be prepared for are everywhere, including in seemingly innocuous locations. A typical example of a dynamic risk assessment is for employees who conduct home visits, such as a tradesperson. Homes have many things in common making creating a standard risk assessment and identifying and mitigating risks and hazards simpler. But each home is also unique, presenting an employee with many unpredictable risks and hazards. These could include pets, renovations or clients who are under the influence of drugs or alcohol. A dynamic risk assessment would allow the tradesperson to quickly analyse any present risk or hazard and decide how to proceed. Other roles in which dynamic risk assessments could be required include law enforcement, social services, tradespeople, healthcare workers, security, rescue workers and public-facing roles. So how to conduct a dynamic risk assessment? Firstly, identify any risks or hazards. Employees must know the difference between a hazard and a risk before entering a new or unpredictable environment. A hazard is something that has the potential to cause harm, but risk is something that is likely to cause harm. In a volatile situation, employees must be constantly vigilant of any potential risks or hazards. Once they've identified one, they must assess it before interacting with it. Number two, assess the risk or hazard. After identifying a risk or hazard, the employee needs to ask themselves and answer a series of questions, including, Who would be affected by the risk or hazard, both directly and indirectly? How serious is the risk or hazard? And how serious are the consequences? And what is the likelihood of harm developing? Number three, consider how they can mitigate the hazard or remove the risk. Once all these questions have been answered, the employee has to decide what can be done to mitigate the risk or hazard, or remove it entirely. It could be something as simple as moving a piece of furniture, or something as complex as removing an uncontrolled pet dog from a situation. For example, to stop something from falling onto the employee's head and causing an injury, it could be removed and placed elsewhere, so it's no longer a hazard. Another example could be placing an intoxicated individual in a separate secure area, away from where the task is being carried out. However, some risks and hazards can't be easily removed or reduced. And lastly, decide to proceed with the task or not the last step of a dynamic risk assessment is deciding whether or not the employee is safe to continue with their task at this point the employee has to decide whether or not they can safely complete the task to a satisfactory level if so the dynamic risk assessment can continue until it is but if not the task should be postponed or cancelled to find out more about conducting a thorough risk assessment that helps you meet health and safety government guidelines contact us at solutions at praxis42.com. You've been listening to Safety Made Simple, our podcast series helping to make the world of health and safety easier to understand and implement. If there's a topic you'd like us to cover, then please get in touch using the hashtag safetymadesimple or via our website at praxis42.com.